Real Business Owners. What's up, Real Business Owners? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Business Owners Podcast. You've got myself, Kel Goodman, and my partner, as always, Trevor Cowley. Yo, yo. <laughs> uh, you guys, today we thought we would talk a little bit more in depth on you know, the importance of taking care of people and, and being approachable and staying humble in business and how that can help in your networking and growing your business. And um, so today, I think we'll jump into that. I mean, it, it kind of hit me yesterday when we were talking on Pedro's podcast about how important that is. I mean, that's how we met him. You know, we yeah. go to a lot of events. And in all reality, man, I mean, 70 percent of our business, our, our revenue, it comes from our network. Without and so it's very, very important that I feel like people stay humble, people stay um, being approachable, because I think that's what some things that, that is something that people will lose yeah. as they as they get, you know, bigger in business or yeah. their ego grows or whatever it may be, they, they become a little bit less approachable. I don't a little I bit a little bit more arrogant. Yeah, I a noticed little, it quite a little bit, bit anyway. more cocky, right? right? When you become arrogant and cocky, it's whether you like it or not, people work off of vibrations. Mm-hmm. You know, we all can see that dude sitting over there that thinks he's the shit or that woman over there that's feeling like that they're above everybody else or whoever it is, right? right. right? You know, we've been... The guy with the Gucci sunglasses <laughs> yeah, and his yeah. arms folded. No, yeah, I'm just joking. Right? <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody wants to be the big dog or whatever at an event and, you know, act like they're bigger than they are to a certain extent, right? Because right. it's almost like... You're in a group of people that either are very successful or trying to be very successful. And the people that are trying to be very successful, they want to look like they're successful. So in some cases, they put on this facade uh, or play this character, right. right? Rather than, you know, letting their hair down a little bit, just being a little bit more real and raw and personable right. with other people, Um you're going to get much further in life and in business when you're more of a personable type person and you have humility and you're approachable. Right. That's what you really need to ask yourself. Are you approachable or are you the type of person that basically puts on this this face or this mask of, you know, look at me, this is who I am, you should approach me because I think I'm way above you or whatever right. it is and it's just not going to serve you long term. Um acting like that or being like that. You know, me and Kel have seen uh, a lot of success. And, you know, that's one thing that Kel's really good at is kindling relationships and lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it again on yesterday's podcast. We were on somebody else's podcast yesterday. And Kel's worked with people and built relationships with people for over two years, three years, five years before anything comes from it, yeah. you know, and a lot of people like myself, because I am one of those people that are, are we doing business? I, I feel like I already know the value that we can bring to you. So it's kind of like, look, man, if you want to do business with us, let's do business. If not, then cool. Mm-hmm. But Kel's a little bit different than me on that side of things where he's okay texting back and forth and and making those phone calls and just keeping a relationship strong over a long period of time, either that individual then ends up doing business with us or they like him so much so that they start referring business and saying, hey, you've got to meet my friend Kel. You've got to meet this guy. He's a good dude or whatever it is. And that helps obviously grow businesses, especially when we have multiple businesses 
you know, somebody's going to say, oh, Kel owns this, he owns this, he owns that, and he's going to be top of mind whenever mm-hmm. they're thinking about accounting or credit repair or whatever it is, right? And that's what you want to be is top of mind. And the way that you do that is by being just a good human being and being right. approachable, right? I, I think so, man. I mean, it's not like you got to be the smartest guy to be a great networker. You know no. what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm believing proof of that, but I don't really shut people down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, if I get a phone call from a guy that might be kind of a joker or whatever, like yeah. I'll, I'll take the time and meet with them and see yeah. what they've got up their sleeve or what they're needing. Because in a lot of times, man, it turns into other opportunities. I mean, I remember when Haru was like just a, an employee of ours and decided to go off and do his own thing. And, you know, several guys in the office were like, man, that guy's a joker. Why do you, why do you even, you know, waste your time with yeah. him? And I'm like, dude, that's a human being, man. Like, yeah. you know, he, he has ideas and, you know, uh, and he was a little bit different and quirky and, you know, what he never really found that much success but Mm -hmm. for some reason he always brought people to me that were able to bring us something right he was like chasing success (laughs) so much that he was creating relationships with Mm -hmm. so many people but he was so loyal to you because of the relationship that you built with him that he wanted to almost i i would think piggyback off of your success, right? Like if if I have a friend that's successful and I'm trying to be successful and I'm trying to do business with you, I'm going to say, Kel, you got to meet my friend. He's he's doing big shit. He's doing this, 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 this. I'm piggybacking off of somebody that I know success to help almost validate that I am an individual of value. Right. right. I can bring you value. I might not be successful right now, but I know people who are. And let's start putting those people together in a room and let them make business deals happen. And let's see if there's a windfall or a kickback or something that I could potentially earn. But the idea is that individual is still trying to figure out a way to bring value to other people Mm -hmm. that he's creating relationships with. And you were the individual that could bring value to the people that he was creating those relationships with. Right. Absolutely, man. And and I'm, I mean, I, I'll just say it. I mean, Haru did look up to me a lot, but he looked up to me because he saw that I always uh, made time for him. You know, mm-hmm. he saw that I was I was busy, whether it was family, yeah. whether it was business, whatever it was, but I would make time for him. I was always treating him well. And so yeah. he wanted to bring me business. He wanted to, to bring value to me. And it's like that with many people. I mean... I mean, dude, one of our, our last deals that, that kind of changed the game for one of our companies was brought to us by my kid's batting coach for baseball. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And a lot yeah. of people would uh, look at this guy like he was nothing in business. I yeah. mean, he literally just trains kids for 50 bucks for batting lessons, you know? But yeah. because I've known the guy for a long time, he knew me as a business-minded person that has businesses and dealings. Like, he said to this guy, this individual, like, Dude, I've got to meet. I've got to take you to meet these guys over here. Like mm. they seem to understand business. I think you should meet with them. Like, and it's all because I always spend the time for him. When he calls, I pick up his phone calls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he does need some advice on something, I bring that value to him. Therefore, he wants to bring value to me when he can. And it's like that, man. Like you said the other day on the podcast, man. This is a relationship game, whether you like it or not. Yeah. The more hands you shake, the more money you make. I mean, Pedro like that one. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but. You know, there's several tips, man. Like even when you are reaching out to other business owners, um, 
you know, there is there is this weird game back and forth, right? Yeah. Every time I'm contacting somebody, I'm just planting that seed, right? Every time I contact them, whether it takes one year, two years, three years, I'm always planting that seed. Or oh, man, this is how it. we yeah. do our processes so yeah. the customers don't ever get upset with us. Because the last thing somebody wants to do is refer customers to us if we're going to cause problems for them, right? Exactly. Like we don't want to be a mess for them. And so uh, I'm always just planting seeds anywhere I can to – basically convince them that there's value here. We're going to be value for them, not only in the affiliates and the commissions, the extra revenue we can bring them, uh, but also by improving their their business, right? Like yeah, their business adding with value. their client. We're adding yeah. value to their process. Exactly. And it does take sometimes a long time because there's a lot of distrust in every industry, you know. In terms of data or right. people want to protect their customers because that's – how they generate their income. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm making X amount of money a month right now and I'm doing okay mm-hmm. and I'm doing fine. Why would I risk fine for yeah. great? Because I might not be fine if I send this information to somebody else and they do a bad job, yeah. then my name's on the line, then my fine goes out the window and now I'm doing bad. Exactly. Right? And it's- and there might already be businesses that refer somebody to a competitor of ours. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I don't want to mess it all up. It seems like yeah. it's going smooth. Like, why should I switch? And so those are the ones that take a long time to nurture. The relationships that take a long time to nurture and harvest and, you know, <laughs> keep planting those seeds. Oh, but, yeah. uh, what, but if you plant 100 seeds and only two or three of them blossom and bloom and they end up being something great, Yeah, it was worth the extra 97 or 8 that you had to plant. Yeah. You know, so I I will say that the majority of the hands that you shake might not make you money. Right. But That's if you point. shake enough of them or get to know enough people, those ones that will bring a ton of value to your business or to you, to your life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they will be life-changing. Yeah. But it's a numbers game just like anything else. If you have 10 leads, maybe you're Close ratios twenty or thirty percent. So you already know if you want to get twenty to thirty clients that month, you need to call a hundred leads or right. get a hundred people in your door or whatever it is. It's all data and it's all numbers. And so when you're talking about shaking hands and creating relationships, if you created a thousand relationships or a hundred relationships and only two or three work out and they end up changing your life, it's all worth it. Right. The problem is is people only want to shake hands with the people that can bring them value today. You know, they're trying to elevate their life today Mm -hmm. and they're not taking a look at the long term picture. And so I'm not going to shake your hand. I I don't think that we can do business today. But this guy over here that might be one of the guys that thinks he's up on the pedestal and not as approachable, but they're trying to get in with the wrong people. Maybe I know that guy really, really well and I'm far more approachable. You get in good with me and I really like you. And I'm like, you know what? You could probably do business with my friend over here. Right, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're you're finding your way in. I know people that are of success, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm far more approachable than the people that are of success, then you use me and go to, and, and I don't want to say use like in a bad term. You still want to build a genuine yeah. relationship with me, but again, you build a relationship through the least path of resistance. And then again, when you build a genuine relationship, again, not using so to speak, but a genuine relationship then that individual wants to bring value back and it's reciprocal, right? right. And so, okay, oh, I know this guy. You guys could do good business. He's a good dude. You're a good dude. Let me put mm-hmm. you guys together in a room or on a phone call 
and see what happens. Yeah, it's not just a numbers game, man. It's a reputation game, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing. Like, you got to bring value to people. So, mm-hmm. for example, I have a lot of people that do those type of emails. Dude, this this is Kelly does great business. Um, I'd love to connect you guys because he's he does this, and I think you guys have synergies, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the reason that happens is because I've brought value to that person that introduced us. Yeah. You know, whether it be they were in a jam at one point and they needed a connection to maybe someone that created leads in their field, right? And so I make that connection for them, and it really did help their business. So now they're like, dude, I just want to refer return the favor and introduce yeah. you to these guys over here since you helped me out over there yeah um so that's that, that's definitely important important aspect is as you're growing your business and you are out there shaking hands and you're playing the numbers is you've got to you've got to back up your reputation too like you know as you do things for other people you bring value to them and then they start sending you customers or they trust you with with business you've got to back it up and do a great job you've got yeah. to add value to their processes in order for them to, to keep in order for you to keep expanding your network um, and that's another point as well, too, is I've always been willing to trust first. Mm. Okay. So uh, I know that's hard for a lot of people because people don't want to be the one to trust first in a deal because they are obviously exposing themselves the most for being burned. Um, but I have done that over and over again, and I have been burned over and over again. But majority of the time, because I'm willing to trust first, okay, yes, I'll agree to that deal. Or, okay, yes, I will share these resources with you first, right? I trust first and open myself up to these people um, and trying to add that value for them to then turn and be like, okay, man, why would he be doing this for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't done anything for him yet, right? That that kind of lets their guard down a yeah. little bit so that they're like, dude, this guy's coming through for me. Like, yeah. you know, I, that, I should trust him and go ahead and make some of those introductions or whatever it may be. That's so. that's the part that I was talking about when I said being genuine. Right. Genuine, I guess, maybe means vulnerable as well. Sure. Right? Opening yourself up to potentially, uh, again, we've done business with a lot of people. Right. And not all people are good people, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Right? right? There's bad people in the world. There's bad accountants. There's bad credit repair companies. There's good police. There's bad – you know, we can go on and on and on. But human Absolutely. beings are human beings. There's good ones. There's bad ones. Right. Right? Uh, luckily, there's more good ones than bad ones, I believe. Right? Yeah. But uh, the bad ones get a little bit more press and headlines. So <laughs> it, it makes us sometimes wonder. Right? <laughs> but we've done business and exposed ourselves and been vulnerable with people and tried to help people or this, that, the other. And it has come back and bit us. Right. That, that that is part of the negative side of this process, but you have to do it to generate genuine relationships with Especially people. if you're just starting. Like, you've got to figure out how to add that value first. You've got to be willing to trust first, yeah. right? I mean, we yeah. don't trust first on every single deal, but we have trusted first on most of them. And the reason yeah. we're been, we've been able to do that uh, or willing to do that is because we are true to our intentions. Yeah. So, yes, I think that you're correct, man, Is is that is – being genuine is being true to your intentions. Like you're going into this deal. Like I'll trust you first, man. I'll I'll be genuine because I'm true to my intentions. I want this to work for you and me. I want it to work for both of us. So here's one of the biggest things that I see when people are reaching out to be on our podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. They want, they're not bringing any value to us. Right. They just want to grow their following. Exactly. They're they're, they're basically, that's what they do wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. I see the emails. We get plenty of emails of people requesting to be on the podcast, and we're very selective about who's on the podcast because it seems like you guys are doing business with some of these people that have been on our podcast. And the last thing that we want to do is harm our relationship with you guys and and put that at risk based upon you doing business with somebody that doesn't do good business. Yeah. Right? And so with that said, 
we're talking pretty much about networking and building relationships for the most part, right? right. Uh, I'd like to add building uh, relationships with your competitors, right? Okay, people in your exact industry. Guess what? They might hit a point where they're going to jam and they're going to need to reach out to you to help for help. You know, and you want to be able to have those type of relationships because if you're ever in a jam, you want to be able to reach out for for help, right? right? So, for instance, we just got off of a phone call this morning with an individual that's in the Arate syndicate with us that's starting a credit repair company. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had multiple phone calls with him and, and told him as much as I possibly could without basically giving giving him our secret sauce that we paid a lot, a lot of money for. Exactly. Uh, but I told him, I'm like, look, man, I'll, I'll help you as much as I possibly can. Uh, I'm talking about selling him our CRM that we've already built, that we've spent $150,000 to $250,000 on over the last, whatever, seven, eight years. Yeah, it's really hard to yeah. track because yeah. it's been so long yeah, yeah, and so expensive. It, we've put 20 here, 30 <laughs> here, you know, it's just over a long period of time. But um, And selling that to him at a discounted rate of like ten grand. We've right. already spent all the money, but at least we're recuperating some of it back. But he reached out to somebody that was in his exact industry and asked for help, which most people won't do because mm-hmm. they're worried about an individual having an ego and saying, I'm not going to help you. You're a competitor. Right. To me, I have an abundant mindset that I already know that we're not going to be able to serve everybody with bad credit in the entire United States. Right. You know, it's, it's just not possible. So I might as well be working with people, helping them make money, and then me making money also on top of it. So we're talking about the CRM, and then they don't know how to generate leads. So if we if we can generate a lead for eight, nine, ten, twelve bucks, then we could charge five bucks more per lead on top of that. And I was right. very transparent with them. I'm like, look, man, I need to make at least a five bucks a lead to well, make it valuable. That's a whole other point, man. Transparency is huge as well. And I said, dude, it, it, this takes time to build out a campaign. It takes time to monitor mm-hmm. it and run new ads and always try to make sure that your ads are performing right. and you're getting quality leads. Right. So. I'm not going to sit here and make two bucks a lead or whatever it is and make two or 300 bucks a week with the amount of time that we have to invest into it to get it going. Right. right? So again, just being very transparent so that we can make money on lead generation and selling him leads. We can make money on the CRM, which is, and again, completely transparent. That's why I can talk about it now. He probably listens to the podcast. So, you know, I can talk about it openly because I've already had this conversation with him. And I don't need to sit there and be like, yeah, man, I generate a lead for 10 bucks. Uh, I need to, or, yeah. or 15 bucks, I need to sell it to you for 20. Right. I don't need to do that. I can flat out say, dude, this is, it costs us anywhere from seven to 12. The middle is 10. So let's just say it's 10 bucks. I have to charge you at least 15 to make it worth our time. Right. You know, if that's something that's well, cool that's with you, thing. then great. You shouldn't try and hide your value. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Why hide it? Yeah. You know, just be open. Like, bro, I don't work for free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want this to work for you. So let's find the number that works for you and, and works us. for me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. As long as you have those true, those true intentions, as long as you're transparent through yeah. the deal, those deals work, man. Those are the deals that work long term. We've well. also created a relationship with another individual that's an accountant in the RTA syndicate, mm-hmm. and he's done some wonderful things. And um, yeah. I'm, I won't start throwing names out in terms of who he's working with because I don't know. You know, if there's certain agreements that are signed with him and and that individual, but it's basically one of right. the biggest self-improvement people on the planet. Um, and he spoke at the event. He got an influx of leads that was much greater than what he expected. So who did he reach out to? Us. He reached out to us and said, hey, can you help us call these appointments and, and, and sell these tax plans? Yeah. And then I'll give you guys a kickback on it. And literally within under 12 hours, our entire sales crew – cleared their Saturday and Sunday schedules because this was on a Friday. We got a text at like two or three. We reached out to the team. We said, 
You, is anybody willing and down to work Saturdays and, su- and Sunday this this weekend? And a few of them had to clear their schedules, right. clear their schedules, and a hundred percent of them said, "I'm down." Yeah. And it, it's incredible when you when you take care of people what they're willing to do for you. Mm-hmm. And that, again, falls under the building of the relationship part, even with your employees, to Absolutely. where they're now willing when something happens and there's an opportunity for them and us that they're willing to go above and beyond and sacrifice maybe some of their personal time on a Saturday and Sunday with family, friends, other activities that they could have been doing rather than sitting in an office, you know, dialing leads and calling appointments and helping this other individual out. Mm-hmm. But Again, we could have easily looked at that individual like, oh, my gosh, this guy's a competitor, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know, I hope they get in a jam, you know, screw them. You, right. that, that's not the right attitude. That's right. not an abundant mindset. That's a scarcity so mindset true. that an individual has where they think that somebody's in their same industry, that there's not a synergy there. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be times where you can lean on each other, work with each other, and really, really supplement each other's pain, you know, or not supplement, uh, take away, I guess, the pain points that that individual is feeling at that time. If we got an overflux of leads, we know that we can call uh, him and say, hey, do you want to call some of these appointments? And let's refer deals back and forth. And we're helping each other grow each other's businesses. But in other people's eyes, we're competitors. Yeah. Right? I just talked about two scenarios in the RTA syndicate with a credit repair company and an accounting company that we built relationships with these people where, one, they benefit from it, and secondly, we benefit from it. Mm-hmm. That's the most important part about building relationships, making it, making sure it's a two-way street, and both parties are actually benefiting from that relationship. What happens most often is individuals only think about themselves, and they try to take, take, take from a relationship and make it a one-way street. Mm-hmm. And that'll fizzle out and burn out. And then guess what happens? You Thanks. got a bad name. Yeah. Your reputation yeah. starts getting bad. Oh, I exactly. wouldn't do business with that guy. He just cares about himself. This happened you right know? before this podcast, man. JD says, hey, this guy submitted a lead. And I was mm-hmm. like, bro, that guy's been trying to reach out to me through people too. And like, we all are just staying away from that person Based because of what? his name. His reputation. His reputation. Exactly. He's known to just take, take and disappear. And like, we don't yeah. even want to put ourselves in that position. Yeah. So why even waste our time taking the the time to, to meet with him or even explore any opportunities with him uh, because of his name. His name isn't just like, oh man, a couple bad deals. Like it's repeatedly like... Yeah him burning people. Yeah. So uh, you don't want that reputation, obviously. Well, even if we can benefit from it in this scenario, he's reaching out to us to have us be a, a tax, the tax group for a product or service that he's offering. And we don't want it. We don't need it. That's we the do, thing. Well, we don't need it, but we don't want it. Even right. if we did need it. Yeah. That's what some people need to understand is you need to realize who you're doing business with. Right. If you're doing business with somebody that already burns people, this, that, the other, now, yes, maybe you can make money on it on your end of, of it because you're the one charging the deal and responsible to maybe give kickbacks or whatever, so he can't screw you out of money. But what if he's doing bad business with these people on the front end? Right. And then your name is brought into it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, your company's name can be harmed, guilty by association type, type deal. Absolutely. Yes, can we make money off the deal? Without a doubt, we can make money off the deal. But do we want our name included next to that individual's name? And the answer is no. And so we're not going to respond or reach back out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because 
again, our reputation is more important than than a quick buck well, some or a couple be- dollars. Some of the best businesses that you do want to do business with don't don't need the work, so you've <laughs> they don't they don't need it. So the, yeah. you, you've got to be pretty damn good, right? You've got to be you have a you have to have a good reputation. You have to have something of some major value to want to go to that company and be like, hey, you know, I have ways to expand your business and help you grow that can help me in return. It's like, sorry, dude, we don't need it right now, so we're not willing to take that risk on you. Yeah. It'd be different if we totally needed it and we'd at least explore the op- options or whatever. But at the end of the day, you just don't want to take a risk on someone that has that that horrible of a name. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you have done some business dealings that didn't work out, like. You better do your best, your damn best to make things right so that it doesn't harm your relationship because sometimes business dealings just don't work out for whatever reason. And I feel like you should always try and make things right. I mean, Without we met with that dude Brock in Vegas that was like, bro, when, when 08 hit and all these investments got wiped out, I made a promise to everybody that trusted me and put money oh, with yeah. me that yeah. I would make it right with them. I didn't oh, care yeah. how long it took. And it did take seven, eight years, but I went back and paid every single one of those investors back even though I didn't have to. Even though I had agreements that that you know got me away from all the liability of having to pay it all back if the money was lost, but because I saw these people's world crumble, like I made it right over the years, and now they all trust me to put money with me still. Yeah. Like, even though it went way beyond what it should have because the business deals went south. No, they're probably right? putting even more money in now because yeah, most they know people they, wouldn't they, do that. They, they, but his reputation's people, worth it to him. Exactly. And now he's high on the hog. He right? is high on the hog. He's doing yeah. really big shit because. People want to associate with people that make things right. Yeah. Look, man, uh, the the deal is just what Kel said. Not all business deals are going to work out. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean business deals need to end in a negative way. Right. Because just because something didn't work out with you or whatever. Again, there's a dude in Apex when, when we had a, an employee that we had to let go, mm-hmm. right, going into tax season. We had an Apex member, his books, whatever. You know, we didn't get the attention that they needed, um, and that's why we let that individual go, uh, or part of the reason. And so we transferred it to a new guy, which was incredible. He does amazing work, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, it was already a little bit too late. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, man, if you can refund me, great. If you can't, I totally understand. It's all good. Yeah, we had hours Re- and hours and hours refunded, of labor Refunded, that. I don't know, three. To, it was like three to five grand, right. something like the full amount. Right. And there was plenty of work that was done. Right. You know, the individual that got let go was slacking towards the end, which we ended up catching. You know, unfortunately, you don't catch it on day one when somebody's slacking. Yeah. Right? You catch it on month two or three or four. When there's a little bit more of a windfall, that's when you start hearing about it. When you start hearing about it, that means there's already problems. Oh, we could have easily been like, oh, we got to cover merchant costs and the hours we did pay that guy. I'll I'll do 50%. Right. Yeah, we could have done done that. And sometimes we have to do deals like that with people because they aren't taking accountability. But it's important that you take accountability when you know – it didn't live up to the expectations of that client that you set for them coming into your firm. Yeah. Refund the dude, you know, make it right. Yeah. And in return, what do you do? Um, he tags us in plenty of posts of people looking for an accounting firm. He's directly referred people to us, even though we didn't work out for him. Yeah. You know, and he said, I'll I'll probably, he's like, I I spoke with your other accountant. He seems great. He seems like he's on the ball. You know, I do want to, take it in-house and, and learn some of this stuff myself anyways or whatever, but I'm going to probably come back to you guys just because you guys made it right and you refunded the full amount. Now he's referring deals even though that he's not one of our current clients. Mm-hmm. He's one of our potential future clients again when, when he gets to that point of growth where he needs uh, a few more eyeballs on it. But again, 
we maybe lost that business right now, but we did the right thing. And I think that it'll bring business tenfold just by doing the right thing. And, and again, that relationship is still solid. I still message that individual. We still communicate. He still right. tags us on post. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about reputation. Right. And, and if we would have said, you know what, dude, it is what it is. We'll get your stuff caught up till this date and you'll get what you paid for. Right. If we would have played that game then maybe our reputation wouldn't be so hot in his eyes to the point where he doesn't feel like referring people to us. Right. And so the long run, doing the right thing is the right thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It is, bro. But it in is. the short term, doing the wrong thing might put a little bit more money in your pocket because we could have saved, I think it was like 4600 bucks, if I'm thinking correctly. We could have kept that 4600 bucks, but that's short-term thinking. Why would I want to keep 4600 bucks and pass up tens of thousands of dollars over the next five years by keeping a clean and good reputation. One, he's in, he's also in some of the groups that we're in, both of the groups, actually, Apex and Arate. Um, So I I, I value those relationships and I value our reputation inside of those groups. So doing the right thing isn't that difficult when you actually value relationships and networking and doing it the right way, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, networking 101, man. Reputation opens doors. Uh, Reputation opens opportunities, creates opportunities. That's what a brand is. When somebody builds a brand, all it is is a reputation. Absolutely. When somebody's like, oh, that car's their pieces of shit, that's their reputation. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, you look at that logo, piece of shit. Or you look at this logo, and you're like, quality. Right. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. And it gets to the point where those people really don't even have to market that much because their reputation kind of speaks for itself at, exactly. that, at that point. Exactly. And that's really what it comes down to is is creating a, rela- uh, a, a reputation that speaks for itself. Well, if you guys are 5, 10, 15 years into your business, man, it doesn't matter. You should always be looking to grow your reputation. If you are in the beginning stages, your first year, two years, three years, you should be looking to expand your network. You should be trusting first. You should be looking for ways to add value, serve people, bring value to their businesses to start getting opportunities to build that reputation. And that's really what this episode was all about. Um, Kind of a nice, short, sweet one today, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you're at events... Be approachable and mm, approach others. Absolutely. Okay, you've already paid the money to be at the event. The most, the majority of people that go to events pay the money for the actual speakers, yeah. and they jot notes down and shit. But you guys don't understand the powers in the group, not on the stage. Do not dismiss people. Do not prejudge. Um, the bottom line is you don't know. Even if that person can't bring you business directly, there's probably ways you could make an impression on that person to where he can bring you value through other people or other resources. Yeah. You know. So I think that's huge as well, especially for the guys that are starting out and growing their business their brand and their reputation yeah guys we need you to, to to make sure that you guys are dropping reviews you know that's the only way we're able to grow the podcast a little bit more organically is when people leave reviews the more reviews we have the more we kind of move up the rankings on itunes or whatever it is so uh just do us a favor and take you know 30 seconds out of your day uh, i think we brought 30 seconds of value over the course of the last 68 podcasts <laughs> um you know i think that we bring more value than a lot of uh, programs that cost thousands and thousands of dollars or ebooks yeah. or this or that on self-help or business in general you know we're giving you guys specific uh you know strategies tactics you know motivation things like that to elevate you guys and the idea is building again a relationship with you guys where we elevate you 
But then we turn to you guys and ask for a favor in return so that it is a two-way street, mm-hmm. that we don't just come out and ask, ask, ask. We're giving to you guys first before at the end asking for you guys this time to, to give us a review. So please make sure that you spend a, a moment and do that for us. We'd appreciate it greatly. And uh, as always, guys, have a kick-ass day.